Hey guys, it's not too late to start a subscription to one of our trading card boxes for yourself or that special someone. Swing by HeroHabit.com today, pick your favorite teams, and we'll send you a box of cards every month. We do the searching and sorting for you, and we randomly insert autographs, relics, and short print cards too. We have subscription boxes for baseball, football, and basketball available for $15 a month, and mystery boxes for music, TV, comic book, movie, and WWE, which uh, have a guaranteed hit in every box. Oh, and did I mention shipping is free? Visit HeroHabit.com today and sign up using coupon code PODCASTS to save 15% off your first month. That's HeroHabit.com, coupon code PODCASTS to save 15% on your first month of boxes. Welcome to Kinks and Beats Daily. I am your host, Tony Fry, and today we have a cool episode because it's uh, since we started this podcast 36 episodes ago, this is the first song that we've covered that is actually released during the run of this podcast. And obviously, I hope for more of these. I mean, the bands that we're talking about aren't putting out an album every year or two albums like they uh, used to. But, you know, there's always rumors of a Kinks project in the works, and Ray and Dave still put out albums on the regular, and Paul and Ringo put out albums on the regular, and uh, I'm sure there's an archive full of stuff that George Harrison's estate isn't putting out, so that um, I would really like to do some commentary on that if you're listening, George Harrison's estate. But today we're talking about a song called... um, Oh, what's it called? I've already forgotten. <laughs> uh, in a hurry. And the reason I forget is because the song should be called Never Too Late. But we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, in a hurry, Paul McCartney. Official release is November 29th, 2019, which is today. But uh, it was released digitally last Friday on November 22nd. And this is a Record Store Day Black Friday um, release. So it's exclusive to record stores. Um, they have a special vinyl that's got like a lyric sheet and some new artwork, and it's a it, it's a, a you know vinyl forty five of this, and it is uh, you go to independent record stores and you can pick this up. I would suggest visiting one two three four go records, uh, they're good friends of Hero Habit, and um, either order it online or visit one of their stores in Oakland and San Francisco if you're in the Bay Area and pick it up. But any independent record store is likely to have this one because even at nearly 80 years old, Paul McCartney is still, you know, a, uh, a marketable act. So the tunes, both songs from this single, we're only going to talk about in a hurry. Both tunes are from the sessions that brought us Egypt station, which was his album uh, from last year. And there were two producers on this album uh, Greg Kirsten did the bulk of the uh, production, and on the uh, other side of things, we had um, Ryan Tedder, who only produced one song on the album, but uh, since they've been releasing bonus material and stuff, his sessions have come out as bonus material. The album itself has 16 songs on it. And then um, the Target edition had two more, one of them being a, a Tedder song. 
And then there was another Traveler's Edition that had a couple different songs on it and some um, live versions of the original songs. So there are a ton of songs from these sessions for Egypt Station. Both songs on this single are better than most of what ended up on that record. And Paul McCartney has historically been his own worst enemy when it came to sequencing albums and picking which songs should be singles. Uh, because he's left a lot of great stuff on the cutting room floor and put out a lot of garbage. Now, I'm not saying all of Egypt Station is garbage. Uh, you can read my review of it at Hero Habit, and obviously we'll get to all the songs eventually. But um, I am going to break. Egypt Station was a number one album for many reasons that don't have anything to do with the music. Um, so it's sold. Whoop-de-doo. It, you know, it sold uh, like 153,000 copies, which would not be enough to be number one back in Paul's heyday. But anyway, you know, it sold. It got good reviews. I am not one of those good reviews. I think this is a step backwards from McCartney's um, recent string. I think New is a better album. Chaos and Creation was a better album. He's had better. Memory Almost Full was a better album. He's had better albums of recent. But this tune... I like this one. Um, opens with some keyboard and bass. And this is easily some of Paul's best bass work in recent memory. It's very upfront in the mix, obviously, um, because it's when you open the song, it's one of only like two instruments playing. But he does this call and response with, uh, with himself. You know, the vocal will sing a line and then the bass will respond to it. And it's some phenomenal bass work. Like, I don't know, say what you will about his songwriting and his lyrics and all that kind of stuff. Paul McCartney has never not been an inventive bass player. And the fact that at his age and and with the, just the sheer number of songs that he's written and released, that he can still find ways to, to be inventive and clever and, 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 uh, I don't know, he's just, it's a really good bass line. It's amazing to me. And then the drums kick in with like this halftime feel. And it's a pretty good rocker. It's a good groove, good rocker. The melody's good. It's a very inventive arrangement. He doesn't stay on one theme for very long in the beginning. Um, and there's a lot going on, and every theme has a different feel. And uh, it's it doesn't feel like one of his sweet songs, like, uh, like Band on the Run, or I guess Band on the Run isn't really a sweet. Um, or like Admiral Halsey, Uncle Albert Admiral Halsey. It doesn't feel like one of those. This feels like it was just written uh, with a lot of small themes. His voice sounds good. It's you know his voice is not what it once was, and certain songs highlight it. Like when he's trying to write a song from you know Wings era, his voice can't hold up to it. But when he's writing a song. Uh, appropriate to his age now, vocal-wise. I'm not talking about his, you know, him being 78 or whatever. I'm talking his vocal age. Uh, his voice still sounds good. It's not like Elton John. Elton John can't sing Benny and the Jets, but in a lot of ways, his voice sounds better when he's on his new stuff, you know, because he's writing appropriate to his voice. So his voice sounds good on this. There's some good background vocals. Um but then we get to what we always get with McCartney. I don't understand 
why nobody can tell him to do a second pass on lyrics. Never too late to celebrate. No one said you've got to wait. Allow me to congratulate you, baby. Really? I don't know. It, this seems like lazy songwriting. And then that is the main hook for the, the last half of the song. You hear it repeated over and over. And the phrase never too late is repeated over and over and over. So why this song wasn't called never too late is beyond me. Should be called that. Not in a hurry. Um, so, but there are, so there are lazy lyrics and spots on this, but it's nothing as, as egregious as what's on most of Egypt station. And like I said, you can read my review or wait for those episodes to come out over the next 20 years of this podcast, but I was not a fan of a lot of the lyrical content on Egypt station and we get horns. Um, you don't hear a ton of McCartney songs with horns on them. Uh, and yet when he does use it, it's always way better. I don't know why more bands don't use it more of the time. Um, and there's a lot of energy on this track, more energy than I heard on that whole album. So this is what I'm saying. I don't get how, Oh, what do we say? Who cares? Um, off of Egypt station who cares is an anti-bullying song. Nice sentiment, horrible song. Lyrics are bad. Melody is boring. This song, In a Hurry, in place of that, changes the whole first half of that album for me. It just, I don't know how you pick 16 songs of varying qualities and then leave this one off because this is a solid late era McCartney rocker. It's not trying to be more than, uh, than it is. You know, it's just a catchy rock song with, uh, I'm not going to say it's simple because it's not simple. Like I said, it's going in and out of all these different passages and themes and, uh, grooves and soundscapes and all that. It's a, it's a pretty complex arrangement, but at the heart of it, it's just a rock and roll song. He's not trying to make it a message. He's not trying to make it an anthem. Um, it would be cool if he did this one live, although there might be a little bit too much going on for his live band to, to cover all the parts effectively. But, uh, it is a cool, it would be a cool one live in concert. So that's in a hurry. Like I said, it'll be up uh, today at record store day. If you're listening to this after eight in the morning, it's probably too late to get it in stores. Cause we all know how black Friday is, but, um, check it out online. Make a trip to your local indie record store and, and see if you can find this on vinyl. Could be a cool little collector's edition, uh, collector's item, uh, and it will be hard to find in stores, you know, in a week probably. So get to it in a hurry. <laughs> anyway, um, today's Friday, so I'm not going to talk to you tomorrow. I will talk to you guys on Monday. Make sure you swing by uh, HeroHabit.com for more. Beatles and Kinks material, and give me a call, 925-494-1739. Talk about your favorite or least favorite Beatles and Kinks music, and you can always email me, kinksandbeats at herohabit.com. All right, I will talk to you guys on Monday. Have a great weekend. This podcast is presented by the Hero Habit Podcast Network. 
Swing by HeroHabit.com today to comment on this episode and poke around our growing database of sports and pop culture news, reviews, and collectibles. HeroHabit.com. Collect your heroes.